Yesterday we had commenced the hadith where we mentioned that there was a king that was in the previous times and he had a magician and this magician he became old and he was now close to passing away so he told the king that send some youngster to me so I can teach this magic to this particular youngster so the king had appointed one youngster but as the youngster would go every day to the magician then on the way he would pass by a monk and he would stop by the monk and he was affected by the words of the monk so whenever he was late now by the magician he would get hiding over there so finally the magician told him that whenever you late uh, the, the monk told him whenever you late by the magi magician then just say my family help me back and when you're returning home and you're going back to your family and you late over there because you had come to me then just say that the magician helped me back and we mentioned that this was a lie but here it was permissible because by the magician there was only harm there was no good that he was going to learn over there and whereas by the monk he would learn about Allah he would learn about the Anbiya so therefore it was permissible and we mentioned that there are various instances where in Shariat even a person is permitted to speak a lie while this was his condition that he would go to the magician to go and learn magic etc and he would return is atta ala dabbatin azima he suddenly he came upon a huge animal one day as he was going there was a huge animal that was on the road qad habasatin nas this animal helped at all the people so in other words the animal was so big if somebody wanted to get from this side of the road to the other side of the road it was not possible he couldn't get onto the other side of the road faqal so he said, So this youngster, how Allah Ta'ala blessed him also. When Allah Ta'ala opens up, then how Allah Ta'ala opens up his signs, how Allah Ta'ala opens up the heart of a person. He said, today I'll come to know whether the magician is more superior or it is the monk that is more superior. So the young boy, he took a stone. And then he made dua to Allah Ta'ala. After taking the stone, he made dua. Wallah, if the matter of the monk is more beloved to you than the matter of the magician, then kill this animal. So in other words, if the monk, he is on haq, he is on the straight path, let the animal die. Hatta yamdi nas until the people will pass. Faramaha faqatalaha. He threw the stone. When he threw the stone, the animal that was in the way, the animal died, which indicated that the monk was on haq. He was on the right path. Nas and the people started passing. So he came to the monk and he informed the monk that this is what happened, this is the scenario, that the animal was there. I made dua to Allah Ta'ala to show me who is on haq. When I threw the stone, the animal died, which indicated that you are on haq. So the monk told him, minni. He said, Oh my son, that today you are more better than me also. Such a stage you have already reached that you're better than me. That is why sometimes a person, when you are sincere and you go and stay in the company of mashayikh, sometimes the mashayikh is of a very high, the mashayikh of a very high level. But when you are sincere, you can go higher than the mashayikh also. Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith, Mulan Muhammad Zakariya sahab rahmatullah used to speak, he never used to give bayan. Very seldom Hazrat Shaykh rahmatullah used to give bayan. But Allah Ta'ala accepted him for great work of deen. He was sheikh, a great sheikh, Qutub al-Aqtab. And in the work of hadith, Allah Ta'ala had really blessed him. But every year the Shaykh Rahmatullah used to sit for Itikaf. And in the Itikaf also, it was silent majlis. No speaking in the majlis of the Shaykh Rahmatullah. When Hazrat went to England, it is mentioned when he used to just sit in the majlis. People, thousands of people used to come and sit. 
And when they used to sit, somebody is crying, somebody is making toba, somebody is changing his life, just sitting in the madness of Mashai. So our Sheikh also he mentioned regarding Hazrat Hakim Sahib Rahmatullahi. In the end of the life of Hazrat Hakim Sahib Rahmatullahi, Hazrat was paralyzed, he couldn't speak, he couldn't give bayan. But in his younger days, he used to say that those that cannot benefit from my silent madness, where are they going to benefit from the madness that I speak in? So in other words, even in my silent madness, you're supposed to take benefit. Just sitting in the sobat of pious people, you're supposed to benefit from there as well. But every year, Hazrat Sheikh Rahmatullahi used to mention one particular incident. And this incident, every year he would say, he said that there was one person that was a daku. He was a thief. So he had his whole group of thieves. So they said, let us go to one masjid and we will sit down in that masjid. So they went to the masjid who was the leader of the dakus. He sat down and he started making zikr, etc. Like he's making zikr with the tasbih. And all his buridin, now all the small dakus, they're all around him and they're also making zikr. So one person, he was sincere. He wanted to reach Allah wa ta'ala. So he came to the masjid, he said, oh, there's a big sheikh here and so many murids all sitting over here. So he came by him and he told him that I want to become your murid. What wazifa masayri? So he made him his murid however he knew. And then he said, what wazifa masayri? So now he doesn't know any wazifa, he's a thief himself. So he said, see, you go to a certain place and take an axe and uh, start now digging. Now start digging into the ground, not axe pick. Take a pick and now stick, uh, start digging into the ground. And as you dig, you'll see what a great wali of Allah Ta'ala you'll become. So this person, he was sincere. He was a simple-minded person. So he took the pick and he went there. And he started digging now. As he started digging, Allah Ta'ala, he was sincere. Allah Ta'ala started elevating him. Allah Ta'ala started elevating him. He became a great buzruk. So one day he made dua to Allah Ta'ala. He says, Ya Allah, show me what is the status of my shaykh. He still thought that man is genuine. But obviously he had no status. So he went to him, he said that your status is so high, I made dua to Allah Ta'ala. Allah show me what is the status of my sheikh. But I cannot see your status also, your status is so high. He knew that he was a fake, he was nothing. But look at when this man was genuine, where Allah Ta'ala took him. But this became the means of that person making toba, that daku. He changed his life, he became the wali of Allah Ta'ala as well. So any person that is genuine, where Allah Ta'ala will take him. Look at this young boy, he was genuine. He just stopped on the way. Allah made it the means he stopped on the way. And he benefited from that person. So the, he came to a state where the monk said, You have gone far ahead of me, where am I? So he said, I see the position that you have already reached. But very soon you are going to be tested. And when you are tested, don't tell the people about me. Don't indicate towards me that you have learned all this from me. This young boy started curing those people that were born blind. He would cure them. While Abras, people that were lepers, he would be able to cure them. And he will cure people from all type of illnesses. Whatever illnesses people had, this young boy was able to cure them. One of the courtiers of the king had heard about this, who was already blind. The courtier was blind and he heard that this young boy is able to cure people. He came to him, brought a lot of hadiyah, and he came to this young boy. He said, whatever I have gathered over here, he said, it is all for you. If you give me shifa, if you cure me from this illness, from this blindness of mine, all this hadiyah is for you. He said, I can't cure anybody. Where can I cure anyone? Innama yashfi Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is the one that cures people. فَإِنْ آمَنْتَ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى دَعَوْتُ اللَّهِ فَشَفَاكَ He said, if you bring iman upon Allah wa ta'ala, 
I'll make dua for Allah Ta'ala. Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala will cure you. From here, Hazrat Kim Sahib Rahmatullahi used to say, he used to say, many people used to say, Hazrat, make tawajju on me. Make tawajju. He said, I don't know all this. What is tawajju? I don't know what is tawajju. What he used to do? He used to turn the attention to Allah. He says, I know what is dua. You have a need, you make dua to Allah Ta'ala. I will make dua to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And through this, all our needs will be fulfilled. Here also, when he came to the young boy, he told the young boy, you cure me. He said, no, I can't cure you. Cure is not in my hands. Dua is in the hands of Allah. You bring iman, I will make dua to Allah wa ta'ala. So dua is a very, very great weapon Allah ta'ala has given all of us. And all of us have the ability of making dua. Whatever our need is, just turn to Allah. Allah will fulfill that need of ours. فَآمَنَ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى فَشَفَاهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى He brought iman upon Allah wa ta'ala and Allah wa ta'ala then cured him. We'll continue from this point inshallah. The next is in regards to our basic aqidah, our basic beliefs. And inshallah, we'll go through this kitab little, little at a time. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. The beliefs in regards to Allah wa ta'ala. Belief number one Allah ta'ala was always in existence and will always remain in existence. Allah ta'ala was always there and Allah ta'ala will always be there. Allah wa ta'ala is the ever living. The whole universe was not existent. Allah ta'ala was always there, the world was not there. But Allah Ta'ala brought the world into existence. When Allah Ta'ala created the world, it came into existence. In many verses of the Quran, Allah Ta'ala declares that He created the world. The world did not come into existence by itself or by any big bang. What He is doing here, He is refuting a theory of the West. The theory of the West is the big bang theory. This is a theory, this is a belief of kufr. We cannot believe in this. If a person believes in the big bang theory, immediately a person, he loses his iman. Now what is the Big Bang Theory? The Big Bang Theory is that all of a sudden, because these people, they refute Allah Ta'ala. Many of them, they refute the existence of Allah Ta'ala. So they say that there was a Big Bang in the world. When this Big Bang took place, the whole world came into existence. So I was explaining this very beautifully. He said, see, you take a glass in your hand. And the glass falls from your hand, it falls onto the floor, onto the tile. What happens to the glass? Everybody will say that the glass is going to break. But the glass just fell from your hand to the tile. Not even perhaps one and a half meter, even less than that, and it has fallen and it has now broken. So, when a small bang took place and everything broke, how can there be a big bang and everything be made? It is impossible what they are saying. So, this is a theory that is of total kufr. If a person believes in this, he loses his iman. And today in school, these are the theories that are being taught to our children. Our children are believing this, that one bang took place and everything came into existence. Our children are losing their iman. Two children were once fighting in the madrasa. So the one child, he told the other child, he said, you're a baboon. I know children fight, so they say these things. So he said, you're a baboon. So the other one said, so what if I'm a baboon? You're also a baboon because we all came from baboons. In other words, we came from monkeys. So what they believe in? Darwin's theory of evolution. That there was a monkey and that monkey then became a human being. And from there we have all come. Kufan, a person has lost his iman. Whereas we all believe that we came from Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah Ta'ala created Adam and Hawa and we are the progeny of Adam and Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam. Now if a person has this belief, his iman is gone. After holding this belief, a person now goes to Makkah Sharif. He performs Hajj upon Hajj, Umrah upon Umrah. He's making Dua to Allah Ta'ala. He's reading Salah. Everything is nil because the person doesn't have Iman. If you don't have Iman, whatever Ibadat you make after that, that holds no value in the court of Allah Ta'ala. So how important it is that our beliefs, our fundamental beliefs, our aqaid, this has to be in order. We need to sit with our children. Many a times I ask the children, when we're teaching his class in Johannesburg, I ask the children, I say, 
Do you all know about the Big Bang Theory? Do you all know about Darwin's Theory of Evolution? They say, yes, we know about it. So I asked them, are you taught this in school? So they, some of them were going to Muslim school. They say, no, in the Muslim school, they don't teach it. They omit this. But in the government schools, this is being taught to our children because the teachers over there are kuffar. So we should ask our children and correct the aqidah. The perfect administration and regulation of the universe speaks for itself by testifying that our creator and supervisor is an extremely knowledgeable, wise, powerful and mighty being. The whole world that is working in such perfection it is continuing. The rising of the sun, the setting of the sun, the movements of the moon, everything is working so perfectly. This indicates there is a supreme being that is controlling the entire world. I will just finish off on this one example we take. A person looks at a book which is beautifully penned. The book is extremely beautiful and the language therein very eloquent. That is a beautiful book and the way that author has written it, it's perfect. What an excellent book. Logically, he will realize that this is not the result of ink and its coincidental and accidental movements. A person will realize that this book can't come into existence on its own. How can the book come into existence on its own? But the work of an experienced and expert author and calligrapher. But behind it, there's a person who is a master. And the way he has written, he has written this fine and perfect book. So if you can understand that in a book, that the book can't come into existence on its own. How can the whole world come into existence on its own? It is Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala's doing. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. We continue. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammad wa ala Ali Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammad wa barik wa sallim Falthuruni azkurukum ana jaleesu man zakarani Dil mirahu jayek midani ho tuhi tuho tuhi tuho tuhi tuho Or mire tan me bajay ahwagil Dard dil ho, dard dil ho, dard dil Dar se bilkul yut jaye nazar
से कुछ मुझको मतलब तू मतलूब में वो तालिब तेरा उठा गम रकुमी दिमदाद हक से तुझे गम कोई मुझसे पूछे मैं क्या मांगता हूँ मैं अपने खुदा से खुदा मांगता हूँ हो जाए मेरा मैं हो जाऊँ उसका यही रात दिन में दुआ मांगता हो अता कर दे वो मुझको अपनी मोहब्बत मैं उसके सिवा कुछ और नहीं मांगता हो नाराजगी जिसकी दो दुख से भरो कर उसी रात की मसरिदा मांगता हो असल मुझे दुनिया की ख्वाहिश नहीं मैं बख्शिश भरोसे जजा मांगता हो तुझसे हो मोहब्बत खलक से मैं बेजार रहो हर दम विक्रो फिक्र में तेरे होश रहे न मुझको किसी का तेरा मगर होशियार रहो अब तो रहे बसाद में आखिर विरद सुबा मेरे जहा 
اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم جزا الله عنا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله